I'll be completely, completely honest with you, and I probably shouldn't even say this because you guys would be like, yeah, let's go with that, but um, I was <laughs> telling the musicians, and that's it, like, <laughs> I, I have something I need to share, I, I feel like that is, is necessary for me to say, um, but I'm going to make it quick, hopefully to the point, and, um, and get us on out of here, not because of time, but because what happened this morning, that moment, that presence is what I want us to take with us this week, and... Uh, that's incredible. That's what it's all about, worshiping him, restoring our soul, uh, coming, coming together as a family to, to, experiencing, to experience him together, yeah? yeah? Amen. So thank you, worshipers, worshipers, but the worship team and the witnesses up here for leading us into something amazing this morning. I'm very thankful. And I just want to say something this morning real quick. Um, something that I could say literally every Sunday, every Wednesday, anytime that I get the opportunity to speak to you, and it wouldn't be enough, but thank you all. Like, thank you from me and my family for receiving us here. I know that you've already received us before this whole thing, like we received each other. I'm just talking about in this transition, being here, things being a little bit squirrely, crazy, whatever. It's Threw us all for a loop here, but just thank you. I can't tell you how many people have come and given given us encouraging words and uh, and, and just talked to us and been there with us and for us and um, and uh, it doesn't it doesn't uh, escape me. I think about it. Eva and I talk about it all the time. Thank you so much for being the faithful people that you are and believing in us and believing in the word of Yahweh and moving forward with us. So just thank you. Give yourself a hand. Thank you. Oh, thank you, Yahweh. Thank you, Yahweh. Yes, the little for soul. Whew. Man, this is going to be a struggle this morning. Um, you know, I hope that what, I, what it is that I demonstrate up here to you this isn't what I was necessarily going to say this morning, but it just I'm just going off the cuff here, off script. It's a good thing. Um, there's not a script, by the way, just, just so you know. Everybody's like, oh, God, we've gone, we've stepped back a few generations here. Um, no, no, no. Uh, but, but I hope that whenever you see me up here and things that I'm sharing with you, you don't take it as uh, me preaching to you or trying to tell you how to do things or I've got it all figured out, and I don't think you do. Um, but what I'm saying is, is I hope that what I represent up here is a witness. I say this to the worship team all the time, but, you know, that they're not here to lead but here to uh, represent a life lived in the Spirit. And, and when they are up here rejoicing and doing what they do throughout the week, that that's something that inspires us, wakes us up in our spirit and says, if they are doing that, if it looks like that to them, then what am I doing here? Like, what am I doing throughout my week? Like, I can experience that same thing, and that is amazing. And I hope that you understand, like, there's, I don't have anything to fall back on here. <laughs> like, I didn't plan this. This is not, I've said this before, this isn't what my, my, uh, my game plan in my head for life was going to be. I never wanted to be a preacher. I never wanted to be in the ministry, so to speak, and I still don't, by the way. I want to I wanna just do what Yahweh has me do, and if that's this today and whatever it is tomorrow, that's fine. That's all I care about, and I want you to, but I want you to understand that when I'm up here, when I speak, I don't like to get up here and speak, but whenever I do, I hope that every time I step on this platform, every time 
time I speak to you that the words maybe mean something to you because I believe Yahweh is speaking through me to you. But more than that, it's just a witness of a man who lives in the spirit, who puts everything like I literally, that, that is my game plan on Sundays. I put it on him and I just say, Yahweh, I will open my mouth. You fill it like, like I just want to live by Holy Spirit and I hope that I witness to you by that. I hope that you, I hope that you see that, man, uh, he couldn't do this. He couldn't do this by himself. That's fine. Please. That's how I feel. Okay? So this morning, I have something that really does not go along at all for the first time ever with what Chris <laughs> saying about. And then again, it does. But it's something that Yahweh, that Yahweh has put on my heart like last week. Last week, um, for those of you who were here, I spoke about something that's been taught to us time and time and time again, and I was so, I did not, I'll, I'll be honest with you, last week I was so nervous to speak what I spoke, not because it was some challenging, tough thing, though some people came up and said some of that, but really because it's such a truth that's been preached by the man up in here so much, and I'm, I'm having to come up here, I feel Holy Spirit directing me to say something about this particular topic, which was praying in tongues and the gift of tongues and trying to bring light to that today, and and man, it, it scared me to death. I was not happy about it. And I'm even more scared this morning about what I have to, Yahweh just doesn't let his thumb off of me. He's just pressing and making me, and I, I believe that in this time, for whatever reason, Yahweh is just having me highlight, not try to teach, understand like, don't, again, like I'm processing most of these things I'm talking, I'm gaining revelation as I'm talking to you, as I'm writing my notes of what Yahweh's telling me through the week, like this is ministering, challenging me, so I'm right here with you, all right, and I'm processing it with you, but I, I even, uh, yesterday, on Saturdays at uh, Frank Brown Park, they have um, like a toddler time for their uh, splash park deal out there, and we usually take Frank, he loves it, and uh, we take Frank and Leo, and just, that's what we do on Saturday mornings, and, uh, and so we were out there yesterday, and we walk up, and there's these, uh, there's, there's like this, I guess some like fitness class or something going on out there, Evan's already laughing, um, but there's this fitness class going on out there, and these, uh, and, and they're doing some kind of like uh, ab workout, something, whatever, and, I, and I'm walking by, and God, I hope, man, I hope that this person isn't here because I don't know that he was the coach. All right, let me just say that. <laughs> Anyways, but, but the coach was like, was like this bigger dude leading this ab class and he was like, didn't look like he was, he wasn't doing any of the workouts at all. It reminded me of my PE teacher when I was at Bay. Like, it was just like, come on, dude. Like, are you serious? Like, I'm supposed to learn from you. Like, it's obviously not working here, you know? And, uh, and so, like, I was saying that to Eva, being a jerk and being like, oh, I know everything, and saying that to Eva, and she's like, she was like laughing, oh, yeah, yeah, well, that came back to bite me later last night. I'm sitting there, and probably she's thinking, you need to get in that app class, Mark, my God. Um, but, uh, but later, last, last night, I'm, I'm talking to Eva, and I'm sitting there, I'm going, you know, man, this, this message I have is, like, basic beans, like, it's so, like, it's, it's like we've heard it, and, and I don't want to make it seem like whatever, and, and, I, and I'm just, I, honestly, I'm just like a little bit, I don't know how I'm going to share this, I don't know how I'm going to say this, I don't know how I'm going to do this, or do it even better than what it's been done, or bring it to light now, and all that kind of stuff, and she was like, you preach a whole lot about, uh, about your faith, and about 
restoration of hope and, and putting it all on Holy Ghost and, and that, that open your mouth and he fills it and that he will speak the word he needs to speak. We just have to be willing vessels. And you, you say that stuff a lot. And I was like, yeah, I do. I, I know. And she, I was like, that, those things are good. That's me. And she goes, don't be a fat fitness instructor. <laughs> And sometimes, sometimes it just takes that whole thing of like, you know what, like, like live by what you, what you say. And I, and I, again, I, 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 uh, I tell you, like, I'm processing. I don't have it all figured out. And sometimes I need someone to remind me not to be a fat fitness instructor and just like, and just practice what I preach. And I do, and I do live in, in the spirit, but it helps to have a, a reminder, right? And so that's what I hope this morning. And by the way, Miss Eva is, uh, Zach said it, but I just want to reiterate, she is speaking this week and next week, Wednesday nights, and I encourage you to come. She, uh, she is one that's like, she's not about being long-winded. You know, she even gave me a little time check right before I came up here about like, you know, it's 1120 already, you know, just letting you know. Um, but she has, what she does is she says stuff that's straight to the point, and she's, she's not worried about a clock. She's not worried. She might go for a long time, but I can, I can promise you what you'll receive from Eva is genuine and pure. It's who she is, and she's amazing. Even though she told me that last night, she is also the one that stayed up with me last night, and, and, and she worked just to be around me so that while I'm up going over some of the notes and things that I have in my spirit and praying that she was right there with me, walking it out and reminding me that it's not just you up there, Mark, that I'm here with you. So I honor her. I love her. And those of you that, that were here last week are probably like, you're just trying to suck up because of the comment you made last week. No, it's true. I promise. Okay, so I'm going to stop avoiding this and jump into it. And that is dun, 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 your tithe, your offering. And the reason I say this, why this came up to me in the first place was we, I mean, honestly, like there's so many different terms for it, different, uh, different um, people, different churches have different revelations on it. But, but what I'm trying to do is I want to highlight, I want to go back to this foundation and just check some things, make sure that we're good as we build. We don't forget some truths. We don't forget some things that are really true to our hearts that Yahweh put in place, not as law, but as, as, as principle, as things that, that, can, that can change our lives that are for us, right? And so, like, so, so uh, last week, um, I was thinking about, like, we, Eva and I tried to, from the very beginning, it was one of those things of, like, how awkward is it to stand up here with the basket, and, like, we have never been here and receiving people's offering. Can we just put it up here, and everybody just throw it in, and, like, let's call it a day, you know, and, like, you know, everybody can give, but the truth is, we wanted it to be, like, we want to say, like, we want to be here as a witness to say that this is good seed planted in good soil, like we're here, we understand the, 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 uh, the weight of this. And, and, uh, and so um, don't check out on me, all right? Like, like hear me today. Like I'm not, again, just check, check, stay with me, okay? Check, check, check. What am I talking about? So anyways, um, but, but the other thing is we have like, like Wednesday nights, we sometimes it's kind of a little bit weird. We're trying to figure out how to, you know, when there's if there's not a lot of people, if most people give tithes on Sundays, like do we do the whole big thing and come up here and receive and all that kind of stuff? And some people after Wednesday nights are coming up like, 
you forgot to take up the tithe and offering. Well, and then I'm like, well, I actually had the basket up there, but, you know, and try to explain these things. But I just want to make sure. And then we now, because of Zach Sanchez, have online payments, okay? And, and that's ridiculous. Online giving. I'm sorry. Let's be sorry, online giving, and like I want it to be like that, that's something that I know like the millennial generation, like my generation, like they, there's, it's different, things are moving, we want to make that available, but at the same time, I want to, because all of these things are going on, I want to draw attention and highlight and, and, and be an Ebenezer, uh, a reminder of the importance and the significance of this truth. Yeah? Is that good? Let me give a couple disclaimers real quick. Number one, it is my personal conviction, and it might change, but right now it is my personal conviction and how I, how I deal with this thing and how I deal with all this. I don't know what people tithe. Right or wrong, that's not what I look at. And some people might be like, well, that's not good. It's, it's, it's something that, that, I, that, that Yahweh's speaking to me right now. So I'm not speaking to any of you, but if, and honestly, if, you, if, if that's what challenges you about what you're giving or something, well, I'm worried that Mark, well, then we got a bigger fish to fry here, right? Like this is, this is not, this isn't about me. It's not about, you know, law. But so that's number one. Like, so I want you, I want this to be a completely like receive this. I'm not talking to you or I am talking to you. But if I'm talking to you, I'm talking to you through Holy Ghost, not because of some knowledge, Number two, I am, like, we are financially, like, this place is, 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 is in a good place because of people like Deborah Porter and, and the staff and Apostle Ball. And this is not, we're not some, like, you know, beggars. I'm not trying to preach some message to, like, well, tithe is a little low now. Like, let's get this thing up. Let's inspire people. Not that. We could all, we're always like wanting to grow and move in, ev- in everybody's situation, but this is not about that. This simply is because Yahweh has put it on my heart to highlight this thing and make sure that we understand why and, 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 and who we are giving to, okay? And I believe that in a lot of ways, because we've received so much revelation, we've, we've been, you know, we've been so thankful and, we've, and we keep talking about thankfulness, we, we want to... Uh, I want to make sure that we wake up, that we stir some waters again, and just remind us again before we start, like 2018 to me, and I don't want to put dates and, you know, numbers on everything, because we might be in this in 2019 and 2020 and all that kind of stuff, it doesn't matter, but right now for me, like, I'm not looking to, I don't have this, like, agenda except for, like, let's just, let's, let's make this thing what Yahweh wants us to do, like, let's make this, how do I say that? Like, let's just make sure that we know who we are, that we get our bearings now that we've gone through a transition, that we get our bearings and we say, this is who we are. These are the things that we stand on. This is what we're founded on. And from that, we'll move into other things. Who knows? It doesn't matter. But today, I want to draw, and, and like, if you think about this, one of some people that know me really well will know this about me, but if I'm terrified of one animal in this world, it is, <laughs> this is ridiculous, but it, it is a, uh, it is a, well, it's not that ridiculous, a killer whale, an orca. They terrify me. How did you just go from tithe and offering to orcas? I don't know. But listen to me. Like, this is why they terrify me. I, I never knew why I was so terrified with them. I was just talking to someone about Free Willy and how I love that movie. And it's so inspiring where he's like, and the whale's jumping over him. And it's like, dun, 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 dun. Maybe you guys aren't with me on that. You're like, 
put it off. But listen, so killer whales, great white sharks are now on their, I read this and this is crazy, but great white sharks are part of their prey. That's crazy, man. Like, they're part of their, like, that's, they eat, they eat great whites. Okay, and like, and they, and they like, you see all these, they're so smart and that's what terrifies me about them. They're like, they look so nice because like, SeaWorld and all these places have, they make little fluffy toys about them and like there's these movies and everything else, but like they're killer whales and they're beautiful, majestic, they're Yahweh's creation. I respect them, but I don't want to get anywhere near them. And like, and like, they, they, they like, you'll see these videos of them like kind of toying with a seal, like, "Eh, yeah, oh, you got it, get on that iceberg, wave, knock them off, throw them back up there, let's do this again. Like, they're crazy, man, like, they are crazy. And so, like, what they do with, with these great white sharks is they, they will come and ram them and flip them over on their backs. And if you know any, and this is true because I've seen it on Shark Week, all right, so it is, it's legit, it is legit. But so, they hit these sharks, they flip them over on their backs, and they enter what's called the catatonic state, right? So, they're just, all of a sudden, like, I went from being the great white to sleeping on my back and getting eaten alive by a killer whale. So that analogy says this, like I want us to, to, to not enter into with this revelation, with this truth, with who we are as we're kings and priests and we're mighty and everything else, do not enter a catatonic state from which you can be devoured. Does that make sense? You like where I went with that? I saw a couple of you, even my wife, like going, where are you going with this? Wrap it up. Um, <laughs> so there's my qualifiers, my, my disclaimers, and, 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 I, and I, uh, I just want, I, I want to make sure that I'm clear and that I'm open, I'm honest about where I'm going with these things so that you, you know, I'm new. I'm, I, I'm new to you, even though I've been around forever. Like, I want you to be able to receive me from my heart, not just the words I say, and understand why I'm saying what I'm saying. So here's what the only thing I can speak of about, uh, about tithe and, and an offering for me. There's, I can give testimonies of how that thing has changed my life, literally specific, like I gave this out of, out of uh, faith and this is what happened. And I know many of you can and I know that you know these truths. But for me, as I can speak out of my personal experience, what, what the tithe has reminded me of today is that it's not my money. You know, like it's not mine, but we walk around, well, I've earned it. I've worked hard for it. I'm tied to this thing. It pays my bills. It feeds my family. It, it, it gives me the things that I want and the things that I even need. Like it is, it is something, but at the end of the day, guess what it is? A tool that Yahweh uses. It's his. Prove it. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. Everything, the gold that that money was supposed to represent, but probably doesn't now, but like everything, everything. And when I give my tithe, I don't give it out of law. I don't give it, I might have at times, maybe that was a start of it, um, but, but I, I don't give it out of the law. I don't come up and, and, and 
put my, like, sow my seed, sow my, sow my money, my hard-earned cash into this basket just because Apostle Ball told me to, just because my dad told me to, just because, you know, even, even just because the Bible s- talks about that. Like, it's not, that's not the reason. But what Yahweh has shown me specifically, what my personal thing is about the tithe is that it separates me from my money. It says that the, the first, first things first, like I give this to represent that it is, it is a tenth of what I have, but it represents the whole. And so I believe that, I think it's Romans eleven sixteen. I wrote it down. Yeah, Romans eleven sixteen. it says, for if the first fruit is holy, the lump is also holy, and if the root is holy, so are the branches. And I believe that the tithe, the tenth, if you, you know, tithe means tenth, and the tenth, ten, the number ten represents testing. And y'all know I'm not about testing, but I do, be, like, in, in the sense of, like, it being this, like, uh, but, like, but I think that, that it, is a, it is a moment, it is a testing thing. It is, a, it is Yahweh testing your heart because it, the scripture says that uh, where your treasure lies, there your heart lies, something like that, right? Like, uh, like, it, so, so where your treasure lies, your heart lies. And whenever I separate myself, when I say, like, the first is going to him, I'm, tr- I'm saying with myself and with my wife, we are trusting this piece to represent the whole. Yeah? Like, like I know you guys know this. Just track with me. I'm going somewhere. I believe that this is kind of like the starter package for giving, a place where I think that we are going uh, as, a, as a body, as a people, some things Yahweh's been speaking to me, but I can't get there without going here first because Holy Ghost won't let me, all right? That's the truth. I want to. I have a, there's a lot that I want to say about this, but I got to start here. And I think it's cool, like I was reading in, uh, like when Joshua, when Joshua led the Israelites after Moses, he, he, he led them through the Jordan and they would conquer how many cities? 10, my man. They were to conquer 10 cities, but he said about the first one, he said, as you con- I will give you this, I'll give you everything, but the first is mine. The first bring to me. And it's to, it's to remind us, it's the Ebenezer, Chris, it's the, it's, it's the reminder that, that, look, you can't do this without me. And though I've asked you to be a steward over this, ultimately it's mine. Because he wants to walk in relationship with you, priests then kings, stewards then rulers. Is this making sense to you? Am I, am I hitting any kind of vein here? And so, so I just, I, I think about that. I'm like, I'm like, you know, we... We have, I'm, and I'm speaking for myself, because I know that some of you have taken the principles of Apostle Ball, have taken the, the principles of the Bible, have taken those things to heart, and today you live in that, and this is just, this isn't just second nature to you, it's something that's so impactful. I even watched Ben walk up here, and right before he put his tithe in the basket, he put his hands on it and said something. I don't know what he was doing, but, he, but you know, there was, there was a difference. He set it apart. It meant something to him. But me, me... And I'm, I'm opening myself up here and telling you that me at sometimes, some, like for the, for the longest time, this word has challenged me because what I've done is just done it. Like I've just given it. And if you're not careful, it becomes a bill. If you're not careful, it becomes the church tax. Like, and it's not, it's not how it's supposed to be. It's not why Yahweh put this in the earth. In fact, if you want to go back, it's not law because 
some 200 years, 250 years before, before the law came into place, there was this man called Melchizedek. We've heard about him, right? And this guy is crazy. I don't know. Like, there's so much mystery in this. And we have, you know, Apostle Aaron Smith has a lot. Sandy probably has a lot. I know you guys have a lot. Like, there's, there's a lot of people in here, Ben, that, that, that can get in that mystery and read it and, like, understand some of this stuff. But to me, he blows my mind. A man that, was, that, that had no beginning or no end of days, without mother, without, fa- without father. Like, he, was, he wasn't... I don't know that he was, you know, Yeshua, but he, he was of Yeshua. There's all these kinds of things. But Abram tithed to him after, after defeating this, this, this army, saving his brother Lot. Like he came and he sees Melchizedek and he tithes to him before the law. And before that, I think that there's the, at least the principle, maybe not tithing, but what I'm talking about as far as this not being ours was the garden. Yahweh could have just made Adam and Eve and said, go, have fun, it's yours. See you later. But he didn't. He said, you can, you can be here, do this, tend and keep the land, whatever. And then, but then he put this tree out there and he said, but, 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 don't touch that. Don't eat of that. And to me, I think it's a reminder. It was a reminder to, to, to them that like, yeah, like I've given you this, but it's mine. Like, I, I, I've given you this, but you can't have it without relationship with me. Like, you have to walk in, in day-to-day, cool of the day, walking, understanding. Like, you have to be there when I show up. When I come calling, like, I better see you here. I shouldn't have to ask where you are. Like, you have to stay close to my heart to walk in my garden. And I believe that, that maybe this is, maybe I'm, I'm stretching. I'm just telling you what this has started to do for me, the revelation of the tithe of what it's supposed to be. And if we also think about uh, the early days, we think of Cain and Abel, which is the obvious, you know, kind of tithe story that we go off of. But it's about the first and the best, right? Like it's, the, it's, it's, not, just, it's not just the quantity. It's not just the thing. There's so many, so many stories throughout, the, uh, throughout Scripture about why it's not just about this just money, like how much you have. Or, but it's about the heart. It's about Yahweh saying like, all right, I've blessed you with a lot, but let me see your heart. When you go, and you only, you only you know this, but when you go to your secret place, when you approach Yahweh, when you are talking to him, when you're praying to him, I know mine does too, but I immediately start thinking about financial things that I need. There's other things that I need, but a lot of times that financial thing comes up. It means so much. There's like so many scriptures in the Bible about money. There's so much like literally money, like things that like financial things, like money is a huge deal, not just to us, but it is just, I believe that it's, it's how it is. It's how Yahweh created things. It is, it can be that tree, in our garden that can pull us, it, 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 like, when Holy Ghost speaks, it can be the thing that says, wait a second, okay, so you're telling me to give this, right, like, you're telling me to give this much, like, I gave my tithe, I gave my tithe, which, honestly, we have no authority over, or to speak over, the offering, <laughs> we can talk later about that, but, but the tithe, like, that is, that's his, that's the first city, And I'll just be real with you. Eva and I, we, uh, Yahweh's challenging us on giving 
outside of just tithe, but giving. And I think that he's bringing this principle back to us because he's setting us up for what he's going to show us. But if we can't get this and as a, as a family stand on the truth and foundation, not just because we did before, but today as we've come through this transition, as we are leaders in this house, as, we, as, we are, uh, as we're just a young family that, that needs to make sure we have things in order, like he's starting to speak to us about some of these foundational principles again, again. And, uh, and, and, you know, Eva and I, like, we, our, our whole marriage, like, we have, it's just our journey. It's not necessarily what we plan, but, like, we, we've kind of, like, uprooted and moved and, you know, uprooted and moved. And we've lived a lot of different places, like, within here, but just, like, in, you know, making transitions and moves and just, it's just our path. It wasn't really, like, we don't know what we want. We're just wanderers. It was just what our path was, how Yahweh directed us. And, um, and, and, uh, and then we've got, we got to this place well, we finally got established. Yahweh promised us some things we, that if we would do certain stuff, we would, we would be established in some ways. And we were, and we have been. And it's been awesome, and it's great. And it's like, you come to this place where you're finally like, all right, finally. Because you know, like when you uproot, move, you, you, when he, anytime you make a transition, the finances hurt a little bit. You have to kind of recalculate everything. You got to try to like make sure you figure out everything. And the truth is that Eva is so much better at that than I am. I'm good at the vision. I'm good at the, at the direction. I'm good at hearing things. I'm good at like, let's just go. But like for the longest time, I tried to do both. And it's great that I, ha- I don't even know why I'm saying that, but, but it's great to have Eva who can see those things and make it. So she has gotten to this place. She's gotten, gotten this family to a place where we're good again. Like we have kind of like, all right, hammered up the walls, like, whew, let's go to bed. Like, we're good. Not in the sense of we have a lot of money, but just that we are finally, you know, we, we kind of have a grasp on where we're at. And, uh, and right at that point is about when this started coming along, and Yahweh says, it's not yours. What are you going to do now? It's not to keep. It's not to get comfortable. I'm going to ask you to give more of your time of your life, of your money. It's not gonna be easy, but it's mine and you're mine. And I ask you to serve me. And it's not like Yahweh just is this like evil rule. You gotta understand like he, this is a relationship thing. This is a relationship thing. And I hope that you can understand, you know, what what I'm trying to convey here. I hope I'm not just, I feel like a fish out of water right now. Like, flopping around so I hope that you guys are hearing this but uh <laughs> funny story I wrote this down I just I'll tell you I don't it might might supposed to tell it earlier in this uh this script here guys you know uh <laughs> but uh but when I was you know I was ta- I was thinking about this whenever I was saying like the that uh the tithe is not the church tax or it's not a bill. And uh, I remember right over here one day, uh, I just started my business and I was out of town a lot. I was doing some things in Birmingham and um, I was gone a lot. And Eva had, uh, had we've started doing like uh, bill pay, like for our tithe. <laughs> Again, I'm, t- I'm telling you, we're processing here. Like, um, but uh, we started to do bill pay for our ties, and like we just it just worked out great. It came right out of our account, like we knew it was going. We kind of knew we'd, we'd adjust it as we needed to, whatever. But that's what, how we did it because we were trying. We we're in a place trying to make sure that we we needed we needed to be, keep account of our funds. Let's say that. And I was sitting over here. I hadn't been to church in a little while because again I was out of town a lot. 
and, uh, and I'm sitting there talking to Mike LaMonica, and um, everything's good, and I kind of see I, my back's towards the stairs like this, and I'm talking to Mike, and I kind of just see his countenance and demeanor change as he's talking to me. He's like, oh, I love you, buddy. Like, walk off. I was like, what? And I turn around, here's Apostle coming down the steps, and he had that look about him, and I was like, wait, Apostle, it's good to see you, and he was like, oh, that's good, son. Hey, uh, I've been getting your, your, your uh, tithe check in the mail. I was like, well, I've been giving my tithe check. Like, I am giving it. And he's like, he said, but he said, where are you? And I was like, well, I've been, you know, I've been, uh, I've been doing like business. Like I'm trying, like I'm doing this kind of stuff. And he's like, and then the, oh my gosh. Like a lot of people have like burn stories from Apostle. I don't have burn stories as much as I have like awkward, ridiculous stories, which is kind of my story anyways. But like, so he's like, so all of a sudden I get, I get flustered and I'm like, okay, how do I explain this? He's like, well, I just, I, we just see your checks in the mail. Like I don't ever see you, but I see the checks. And I was like, okay, so that's like this, it's called online bill pay <laughs> to Apostle Ball. I'm sitting here. I'm like, okay, so what you do is like this. And I get through, I'm like talking as fast as I can, trying to explain, like, it's not that we are giving, like we see what we blah, 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 blah. And Apostle just kind of looks at me. He's like, all right, that's good, son. He just walks away. And I'm just like sitting there like, dang, it's terrible. But Malachi, uh, Malachi 3.10 kind of brings this, uh, brings this together for me as, as it relates to the tithe. And it says, bring all the tithes into the storehouse that there may be food in my house and try me now on this. And that's my, that's my favorite part right there. It's like Yahweh being like, Come at me, bro. Try me. Like I told you, now, now, like literally, like now test me in this. See that my word is good. Like I don't, he, you know what? Yahweh doesn't ask us to do things he hadn't done already. He gave his son for you and for me. Yeah? Like so, so he says, so, so it says, uh, and try me now in this, says the Lord of hosts. If I will not open, you, uh, open for you the windows of heaven and pour out for you such a blessing that there will not be room enough to receive it. And I will rebuke the devourer for your sakes. Because like honestly, like how many of you know, like I'm not talking about the enemy and this, but there is a devourer that's in our minds that, 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 that challenges our spending. When we put things together, there's multiple things that can be a devourer. But when we take that tenth and we first say, Yahweh, this is yours, protect the whole storehouse. Let this be about you. Let my day, let my, let my life, let my fan, finances be yours and, and controlled by you. And I'm showing that by giving my tithe. He steps in and says, I will rebuke the devourer. So that now, whenever I put money in your hands, I'll also show you how faithful is he who calls you, who also will do it. He will stand with you, stand in the gap, rebuke the devourer of your mind, tell you what you do need, what you don't need, move you into something that's, that's, that's awesome. Financially, it says this. It says, let's read it again. Bring all the tithes into the storehouse that there may be food in my house and try me now in this, says the Lord of hosts, if I will not open for you the windows of heaven and pour out for you such blessing that there will not be room enough to receive it and I will rebuke the devourer for your sake so that he will not destroy the fruit of your ground nor shall the vine fail to bear fruit for you in the the field, says the Lord of hosts, and all nations will call to you blessed. 
will call you blessed, for you will be a delightful land, says the Lord of hosts. Is that not an awesome promise? I love it, man. I mean, it's, you know, some of these things, I just want to make sure that we know that this isn't a religion. Like, this isn't a religious thing. This isn't a religious practice. This isn't like, just we do it, and again, like catatonic state, don't be a great white flipped over. Like let's, like, let's make sure that these truths, let's ruffle it. Like this, in the first and best, like this is one thing I was going to say. And, and I keep throwing Eva and I out here because I believe that if you can understand that we're processing this too and we're, we're doing this too, like you can understand that I, my heart is pure. And I know that you know that already, but my heart is pure in saying this. And these are truths that Yahweh's speaking to me, not because I'm some, you know, preacher, but because I'm walking this out with you. And, and we, and like, I know that, that, uh, that, uh, that apostle, and some of you probably still do this, that you, you write something on your tithe because it, you set it apart, right? Like, it should be, I, I believe that we should all be putting our hands on that thing. Yeah. I believe that we should all be setting this thing apart and saying, like, Yahweh, you know, you know what this, for, what this is for. What's up, my man, Leo? You awake, buddy? <laughs> He's just looking at me. Hey, Bob. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Uh, but, but you know, you know what I need, and I'm trusting you with that, Yahweh. And sometimes we might just need to say, like, go to him and say, Yahweh, you said you would rebuke the devourer, right? Like, sometimes we need to remind ourselves, but Eva and I, like, we have, we, with our financial situation, like, we have not been the greatest, like, we, we, we are faithful to give, but I want us to change, and we're talking about this, I want us to be in agreement about when we give a tithe, what are we giving it for, knowing that we're not just doing this just to do it, but we're doing it because Yahweh is calling us to this, because it is his, that it, we are separating ourselves from our money so that when he wants us to give, when he opens his mind, I don't care if it doesn't make sense, I don't care if if it doesn't seem to be there or right there. Yahweh says, like, I will lead you by Holy Ghost. And if he is directing you, that's the great thing about relationship. When you walk that close with him, you know the difference between inspiration and Holy Ghost-led uh, 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 call, right? Like, because you can get compassionate and inspired or whatever. I was yesterday when we were in Destin. I walk in. Frank is finally so pumped about uh, a movie. He does not like movies. And he finally got into one, which is Cars. And there's this, there's like these, uh, there's like these action figures. And Eva's like, his birthday is, is coming up, Mark. Remember, I'm the one that's good about vision and being, and, and, and she's, and she's like, oh. No, not, not going to do that. But like, I was like, I'm sitting there, I'm with Frank, and I'm like, yeah, I mean, this is for your birthday, I know it's coming up, but like, maybe we just get one, you know, maybe we just get one car we can play with and stuff, and, um, but anyways, uh, it's funny, he picks out, like, if, in, this is ridiculous, why am I even saying this, but like, cars, there's, <laughs> I'm just excited, Father, but in cars, there's this, like, there's the, the main character that's named Lightning McQueen, and he's this fast red race car, and his best friend's name is called, is Mater, Mater, Tow Mater, and he is a hillbilly tow truck, and so, like, I immediately pull out the Lightning McQueen, I was like, Frank, let's get the Lightning McQueen right now, and he goes, Daddy, I want Mater, and I was like, Mater, what? Like Lightning McQueen, he's got such a cool name. He's red, he's fast. Mater. All right, dude, it's your show. Um, so anyways. Um, man, it's 12, gosh. 
I'm sorry, I'm going to wrap this up real quick. And there's some things about giving that I'm going to save until next week or the next week or whenever Yari wants me to speak it. But real quick, I want to highlight this just to drive the point home. And that is... Uh, that is in Luke 18, 18. We know this story very well, I'm sure, but it's about the rich young ruler. If you need a person to think about, think about Mark Zuckerberg, or as Phil Robertson calls him, Mark Zuckerberg, which is pretty funny. Um, I don't know, that guy's probably might be a good guy, like I'm sorry, but I'm just trying to give you a visual here. But so it says, now a certain ruler asked uh, Yeshua saying, good teacher, what shall I, what shall I do to inher- inherit eternal life? So Yeshua said to him, why do you call me good? No one is good but one that is, uh, but one that is God. Uh, you know the commandments. Do not commit adultery. Do not murder. Do not steal. Do not bear false witness. Honor your father and your mother. And so he gives them all these laws. You know, this, you know what, what we think. Uh, these are, th- this guy thinks would be the thing that you know, makes him good and you know, that he could have eternal life, all that kind of stuff. And he says, <clears throat> Yeshua says, uh, or so the, the rich young ruler says, and he said, all these things I have kept from my youth. Like, I do this. I obey the law. And then he says, uh, so when Yeshua heard these things, he said to him, you still lack one thing. Sell all that you have and distribute it to the poor, and you will have treasure in heaven and come follow me. But when he heard this, he became very sorrowful, for he was very rich. And when Yeshua saw that he be when Yeshua saw that he became very sorrowful, he said, how hard is it for those who have riches to enter the kingdom of God? You know what? I don't believe that it's, it's, it's something's wrong with being rich. I like money. Like, I, I want a lot of money. I like it a lot. But, but it's the mindset. It's the heart of it. And he recognized when he saw his countenance change because he asked him, like, maybe he says, you know what? Give it all. The man said, okay, I'll do it. Whatever I have to do. Whatever I have to do, I know that this is more important than that. Don't like it, but that's what I'll do. Maybe Yeshua says, perfect, your heart is good, you're good to go. But because he saw his countenance change, because he saw the rich young ruler go, man, that's tough, man. I, I don't think I can do, I, mm, I mean, I want that, but not that bad. That Yeshua says, man, it's so hard for the rich. It's, it's hard for the rich. It's hard for those that have a mindset of this is mine. This belongs to me. I've done so much for this. I've inherited this. I've, I've, I've gained this. Like, and not realizing that it isn't yours in the first place, brother. And to me, that's what this tithe represents. I hope that means something to you. I'm landing, I promise. Forgiving. This is something that Yahweh has shown me. And I want to give you an analogy. And Andrew, I'm going to use me, my man. Use you, my man. Stand up with me. All right. First off, come on. This dude is the man like what talent what anointing it's crazy but let's just say that I give you I'm gonna give you ten thousand dollars right I'm gonna give you ten thousand dollars like calm down brother it's it's an analogy it's not Oprah like chill my man Andrew sorry really like this is gonna happen no like I'm gonna give you ten thousand dollars but this is the thing is that Yahweh says Yahweh says like uh, that, that I have a purpose for this. Like, f- what's the first thing that you're going to do with that? Jeez, Leo. Like, what's the first thing you're going to do with that $10,000? Man, that's not even part of the story, but I was just wondering if he was listening. So $10,000, I've given it to you, but this isn't your money, so you're not going to tithe. He's, I'm just saying that, like, listen, uh, 
Yahweh told me to give you $10,000, but here's the catch. Like, you have got to, uh, you have to sow this into somebody. And Yahweh is going to show you this week exactly who to give this to. That there's someone that has to have this, that needs this, that is broken, that has to have this money. And Yahweh wants you to give it to them, to carry that and give it to them. You can sit down. What do you think Andrew's, Andrew's, uh, countenance, not countenance, but what do you think his focus is that week, no matter what else he has going on? You think his eyes will be up? You think he'll be looking for that moment, that person to give to, right? Like, like that Andrew would be like, he would be so, uh, so focused on this one thing that Yahweh has given him something to give to someone else. And I believe that this is where we're, where we're going. That as we, like our day is not our own either, right? Like, our, like we can talk about tithe, but also our day. Eva did one of the greatest things to us, which was out of a health thing, but like she doesn't let, we used to have our phones right by our bed and she, you know, because of the waves and all that kind of stuff, she had us move our phones to the kitchen. But this is the great thing about that is instead of me waking up and hitting my Instagram feed or my email and go ahead and starting my day like that, I wake up usually with this dude chewing on my ear and slapping me and stuff like that. But I'm able to just like my mind say, you know what, Yahweh, this is your day. Thank you. Thank you for breath. What will you have for me today? And so the first part of my day, I'm setting myself up for to look for what Yahweh has. And I think that we are going to start walking. And some of us need to practically go buy something to give to someone else. To, to, to demonstrate to ourselves that Yahweh has given us something. When we walk in the secret place as kings, as priests, we should walk out as kings. And that doesn't just mean for our own lives. That means for this community, for people. What do you have to give? And I promise you, you have a lot. Ben was talking about it today prophetically. Like, you have words. There are things. There are things in you for this house, for people out there. But we need to walk. Get out of our catatonic state and start walking in this, this mindset of, listen, the earth is the, full, is, is the Lord's and the fullness thereof, and I will live every day. I will, every dollar that I have belongs to him. Everything that I do belongs to him, and in that relationship, he will make, if I'm a good steward, which is mean, meaning to, to watch over, to, 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 um, to you know, you, whatever. What's, what's the definition of steward? Someone help me out. I'm just a preacher. I don't know. Ten, okay, that's cool. Ten and keep. But like I'm watching over this, this, this thing for Yahweh that he will make me a ruler, priest and king. Yes, priest and king, not a rich young ruler, a great steward, because it detaches me from these things. It detaches me from my day. Y'all stand with me. I'm, I'm wrapping up. Ooh, here it comes. This is the moment, everybody. I love it too. It's cool. Um, but I, I want to leave you with this. With this, and this is this to me sums it up. Uh, but it's it's Second uh, Corinthians nine six. It says, "But this I say: He who sows sparingly will also reap sparingly, and he who sows bountifully will also reap bountifully. So let each one give as he purposes in his heart, not grudgingly or of necessity, for God loves a cheerful giver." Right. Make this thing a set-apart moment. Make your day a set-apart moment. When you wake up, give that to him first. When you, when you have the opportunity to tithe or to give in to someone, or to, that is his. Listen to Holy Ghost and how he directs you in this.
And Yahweh is able to make all grace abound toward you, that you always having all sufficiency in all things, and all means something really cool here, may have a good and abundance for every good work, may have an abundance for every good work. It says, and, and God is able to make all grace. All there means all. <laughs> it means everything. And God is able to make all grace abound toward you that you always having all sufficiency in all things may have an abundance for every good work. He doesn't put this in as a law to take from you. He put this in, this, he put this in place as a principle to say, I'm with you. And I, if you just give me, trust me, if you give me 10, the 90 will be way better than if you kept that 10. If you give me your day, you will live a life of happiness, peace, and joy, and abundance and blessing. You'll have more than you'll ever need. But you gotta walk with me in this. The garden's an amazing place, but there is this tree. And you need me, and I need you, because this is a relationship that we're meant to walk in. Amen? Amen. Does that speak to you? Good. Yahweh, thank you for this people. Thank you for this day. Thank you for this time together. May we go out in this week as good stewards of your word, as good stewards of, of our relationship with you, of good stewards of our finances, of who we're called to be. Let us be givers, not takers. Let us have a heart to give. Open our eyes to show us, to show us what you have for us today and tomorrow, and this week, and, 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 and change our mindset, renew our minds to say, this is about you, Yahweh, and, and I want you to, to make me, I, I am a willing vessel, and I say yes to your word every day, and I will not be complacent, I will not stand and, and act like I know everything, but I will allow you to show me what you have for me today. Yahweh, we love you. Protect this people as they go out as kings, as priests, we love you, Yahweh, and we love to do your will. Thank you, thank you, thank you. In the name of Yeshua, amen. Have a great week, y'all.